do a song that's all about Comic-Con. Goes a little something that rhymes with Comic-Con. Necronomicon. It kind of has the uh, Hanukkah uh, tune a little there. I think it's just because I'm rhyming like that song. (laughs) I don't think it has the tune. Uh, Maybe it's the rhyming. Sure, whatever. I am dead inside, so I know nothing. Hello. I was hello to the dog, not to the listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hello, listeners. Come on up here, listeners. And welcome to our kids' show. talking to now everybody oh miles welcome to miles and meryl make a comic-con podcast Ooh. yeah yeah comic-con 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 necronomicon are we raising people while we're there I always am planning on raising someone. Okay. It's not You're a right. convention unless you raise someone from the dead. I do right now have a cantrip in D&D called Cold Touch. And it is where a deathly hand grabs onto whoever I cast it at. And they take four points of necrotic damage. So that's pretty dope. It's always good to have a cantrip. You know, a weeble wobble is actually a cant trip because they don't fall down. Fun, fun fact. It's not a fun fact. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, periodically, I regret every decision <laughs> that's ever led me to knowing you. Uh, yeah, so here we are. Uh, Going to be talking about Comic-Con, Emerald City Comic-Con, to right. be more exact. Right. Well, because there are a lot of Comic-Cons there now. There are. There are a lot of conventions. So you have and... to, well, not just conventions, but there's a lot of Comic-Cons. Yeah. So you have to be specific. Yeah. I wonder how, I don't know uh, where... Emerald City lies in the lineage of it. You know, because we were first for PAX. Correct. But I, I don't know where we were in the in the Comic-Con convention I don't know. realm. I don't know. I think, oh, San Diego's the biggest one, but I don't know if that was the first one. It's not the... I mean... Hold on. Let me rephrase the sentence that I was about to <laughs> speak out of my word face. Mount, what? I don't know. Uh, it is is the biggest one but there it is gaining less people like traveling as far to go as it used to because so many other comic cons are opening up and other comic cons are starting to get like a lot of traction and better guests yeah so like i know the year that we went to salt lake city comic con which was probably three or four years ago now somewhere around there yeah um they were actually ranked it was only their second year existing but they were ranked like the third comic-con in the whole country as far as like size or Uh, yeah as far as size and which is crazy because they did not do it well 
because they were young. <laughs> yeah, they were. Like, I mean, like, naive. like when when I go into Comic Con here, like Emerald City, I you might stand in line outside if you have lined up and you're there when the door is open. You'll wait in line for. I mean, like to get into the building once it starts moving for maybe. 30 minutes yeah tops like that's tops tops right we were in line waiting to get just to get in for probably four hours wow yeah and that was the first day because they didn't mail out tickets <laughs> unless you wanted to pay like an additional like oh, 40 bucks or something oh no, no yeah it was awful bucks? it was crazy to send something through the mail yeah it was awful. How, how expensive do they think it is to send things through the mail? And, like, the weird thing with it is that, I mean, like, as far as their exhibition or artist alley, it wasn't super impressive. Like, there were parts of it that are not. And, again, it was a baby convention. It was tiny in comparison. But, weirdly enough, you could walk around with beer, which was pretty cool. That's nice. That's yeah. always nice. Yeah, that was nice. I love it when you can do that. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I, people are excited to get these conventions closer to them mm-hmm. and if they don't have to travel to like san diego or well New you York also or it's hard to get tickets to san diego comic-con because they sell right. really really quickly so they, well, they also a, they, a lot of announcements do come out there so that's why it's also so big is that's why a lot of that studios is why. and things mm-hmm, like that are, mm-hmm. are announcing movies Although, and giving previews and, this year for emerald city comic-con we get to watch the first episode of voltron that's, season five that's with space daddy himself that is true. So. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited. Ultron is good. I do like Ultron. It's really good. Plus, like, he's just a really, like, solid dude. You know, Shiro's birthday's tomorrow. Not the guy who plays him, but Shiro, the character. Are, well, are technically, we technically it's the 28th. Or? Wait, no. Technically, it's the 29th because he's a leap year baby. Mm. Well, Voltron posted a, uh, a cupcake recipe for you to make for Shiro's birthday. Aw. Isn't that nice? Aw. Yeah. How nice. He deserves love. That's it. It's a Voltron podcast now. That's Forget Comic Con. You know, there is a Voltron meetup happening. I know. I'm. On. Listen. I think it's on Thursday. Yep, on Thursday, Voltron meetup, 1 45 p.m. I cannot express to you how much I do not want to go there. <laughs> yeah, you know, something... Amanda said the same thing. Our producer, <laughs> she said something very similar. This is. This is the thing that I have found as I grow old is when I was young and we had a fan thing that we were into, we were part of a fandom, I guess. Well, you weren't as connected back then, but mm-hmm. you just read fan fiction, made fan videos, watched fan videos like a normal person. Now, people are verbally <laughs> abusing and cyberbullying people who don't agree with them on the internet. In a fandom, it's like, ooh, I ship uh, these two characters together, but you ship those two characters together? You support pedophilia. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? It's really extreme now. No, it's I'm trying, really extreme. I'm trying to look at some of these other meetups and stuff to see like what what might be, what are interesting so you've got like other you've got Arrowverse, which I'm assuming is Arrow from that show. Arrow would be my guess. In my brain, uh, it translated to Arrow like aromantic or 
Aerosexual, and I was Whoa, like, okay, man. that's fine. Like, yeah, yeah Got no, Lord of the Rings. No, not yeah. Arrow. You're still thinking of the show. I'm yeah. thinking of the actual like sexual identity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was getting. Okay, yeah. yeah I was I, which, what you were and I was like, that seems like a meetup that would happen at Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. There is an uh, industry people of color mixer. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I don't think we're invited. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, there's a Firefly meetup. I believe that's actually just the, where you meet up with people who are all crying in, in the fetal position on the floor. Yeah. Go. Or yeah. who are crafting a letter to reboot Firefly. Yeah. And the problem is it's not even – it's not about rebooting. The, the, the problem is that now is that people – It's been are, too long. Yeah, people are still like, oh, we need to bring it back, bring it back, bring no. it back. And they're like, yeah, that was an argument a while ago that you could have done. You can't do it now. No. It's just – it's too late to bring it back now. It's never going to have the same – the same feeling. It's never going to have the same sort of – I don't know. The chemistry, like everything's going to be different. Yeah. If you brought back the same actors now and tried to do this. Oh, show. you definitely could not bring back the same yeah. actors. Yeah. That, if you yeah. want to do, I, I I mean, I'm okay with exploring. A reboot would be cool. Yeah, I'm okay with exploring or exploring more of the universe somehow. Yeah. Or like things like that. Like that kind of stuff is, would be interesting. But yeah, it's like the, there's still so many people that are like, bring it back, bring it back. And it's bring it back with the original cast. And you're like, it's just not, it's not going to be back, the same. Bring it back, Brad. Take it back, Brad. <laughs> There's a Doctor Who meetup. Not surprising. I'm shocked. Uh, Deadpool meetup. Wow. The Adventure Zone fan meetup. Yeah. When is that? Huh? That is on Saturday. Ah, uh, now I see. Now yeah. I have to decide. How? What time is it at? Uh, eleven fifteen. Mm, nope, I'm gonna be busy. You're gonna be busy. Sorry. I will be selling product for mm. a friend at a table. There's a Stargate meetup though. I will be dressed as Taco at this table, so in in a sense, I'll be having my own <laughs> the Adventure yeah, Zone meetup. Go. Maybe I'll go and I'll send people over to the booth. Like, hey, do you want to see somebody's <laughs> version of Taco? Go to yeah, this booth. I am going to be the only person dressed as Taco there. I'm sure. I won't be. There will be so many. I wonder what the Stargate meetup would be like. A bunch of old people. Yeah, old, older geeks. Older geeks who are like, yeah. I don't know, man, but they <laughs> came out with that new show. Yeah. I still haven't even watched it yet. It's terrible. So, oh, man. So oh, there's a man. Firefly meetup, but there's also a Whedonverse meetup. So Joss Whedon gets two. Wow. You know. Gets two. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Uh, industry LGBTQIA mixer. You could go to that. What time is that at? That's on Sunday at 11 a.m. I'll be working. No. Oh, well. Still. But also, if it's at 11 a.m., is there alcohol? Because if there's not alcohol, <laughs> I'm not doing anything. And then Riverdale's at 11.15. Rivendale. <laughs> yeah. I'm annoyed at the last meetup how is I am Sherlock. In that show. A Sherlock meeting. A Sherlock meeting. A Sherlock that's, meetup. That's also a bunch of people just sitting in a room crying. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so there's the meetups. If you for, guys are interested in any of these meetups. For anyone who has come only to this podcast for their Emerald City Comic Con information, first of all, you've made a huge mistake. Yeah, we, but also, there are your meetups. So yeah, now you know where you now can you know. meet other people and 
not meet us because apparently we're not going to any of them. Really. Do you think I could get away with bringing a 32 ounce Nalgene water bottle filled with mimosa? Yeah, I do. I really do think you hmm. could get away with that. <laughs> okay, something to consider. I feel like that's a very easy thing to get away with. Cool, 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 cool. cool, cool. Uh, so, uh, well, I guess you should talk more about comic-con yeah well, well we did talk about some we talked he, about the meetups here's some it's very here's special some stuff okay um so jordan um what number of convention is this for you that you have been attending in general yeah like four four maybe five tops so this is let's say your fourth this is your fourth convention this is my let's see uh Fourteenth, man, maybe what a pro nerd. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, but it is my first time, um, like fully cosplaying. Like I had okay. l- the last few years, I've done uh, Lolita Kylo, Kylo Ren. Yeah, which those if, were awesome. Yeah, man. and they're pretty cool. I I need a petticoat though, so it. I don't think that he'll be making an appearance this year. But if anybody is interested in seeing past looks of lolita kylo ren you can find it on my instagram personal instagram not the miles and merrill one because i don't really like to associate with jordan very much so yeah uh i did not do lolita kylo ren i actually didn't do lolita at all you could though i should have done lolita doctor i guess is what i could have done since that's what i was dressing they do sell a lot of tardis lolita dresses yeah yeah, yeah, that'd be easy. Yeah, but that's too easy. I don't. I wouldn't want to do that. Or a lot like what I see a lot is a Lolita esque, but not like really Lolita dress in TARDIS print, or with like just the yeah, police box I've thing, and then like a little TARDIS hat. Yeah, I've seen those, and then like yeah. a trench coat. None of it makes sense. That's not fair. People can dress however they want. <laughs> I don't care. Well, it does. It, it only matters if you are trying to call it something that it's not yeah. really, though. That's where it can be a problem. You know what I wish our producer would do? What? The TARDIS. Yeah, the TARDIS. She yes. was. Do you remember the Doctor yeah. Who party a few years yeah. ago? Yeah. She was awesome. Yeah, we. this isn't. Uh, that was not a, a corporate sponsored Doctor Who party. This was our own <laughs> no, personal. No, this was just Doctor Who. It was party. just us. A Doctor Who party in which I showed up as Spike from right. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. which right. is why I am only known as Spike yeah. to a few of our friends. Which kind of works because I mean that same actor shows up in Torchwood. So. Well, he was also um, there is a slight crossover in the Buffy comics with Doctor oh, Who. That's why cool. I dressed as him. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And I that knew there'd sense. be a lot of Jack Harknesses, which there were. The two people who least are like Jack Harkness in the universe dressed as Jack Harkness. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. It's like you see somebody who has all of the qualities that you don't have and you go, that's yeah, who I am. but it was I like am. the two people who are most uncomfortable with like, they're like the no homo guys. <sighs> but then it's like, but you're playing, Jack Harkness you're is playing like, a character who is essentially pansexual. Are you breathing? And old enough to make your own decisions? Perfect. I'm kind of a... <laughs> That's exactly I'm who I'm attracted, attracted to. to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can, can you kiss? Yeah, right. Great. Sweet. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I love Jack Harkness. He's my favorite. Yeah. Jack Harkness is great. And Torchwood is also great. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, let's not even let's let's save That's that for the, our yeah uh, <laughs> our Who Universe uh, podcast. Yeah, that would. So, Jordan, mm. are you dressing up as the Doctor this year? I have no idea what I'm doing. You can Zero. Go as the Doctor. Zilch. I have planned for this Comic Con as well as I planned for this podcast. So like a lot. Yes. Great. So so much. Much. So much. We planned everything out step by step. I have planned an uncomfortable amount for Comic Con. What? Which is great because I'm also trying to work forty hours in three days at work. Yeah, I'm so, trying to not work as much as possible. Great. Can I hire you for my sweatshop? I'll pay you in beer that you bought. That makes sense. That's pretty. That's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, I, I just, get to drink the beer though, right? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. I I just need I I need. Listen, I'm trying to create my taco cosplay, which has not gone well. By hand for our listeners. Yes, I'm. Uh, this is the first time. That like for the Lo- for the Lolita Kylo Ren cosplay, I hand stitched lace onto an already created helmet, and then I wore Lolita clothes I already had because I'm that guy. It was easy. I bought some gloves. That was it. <laughs> I was like done. Right. This is my right. this is my cosplay. Right. Not a, not a lot of like the creative part was. In- piecing it together exactly out, out of stuff i already had yeah. or stuff that i could easily buy with this cosplay, and also it was a creative idea because i don't really know if a lot of people have done that well not with actual lolita right which is that's my one up <laughs> being a huge nerd mm. um but with this cosplay i bought fabric and i made my own pattern and i cried a lot and i angry drank beer and then I had a cloak. That's it. It's not even finished. I want to die. And I'm supposed to make my friend's cloak to play Loop, Taco's sister. And I have two wigs to style. And I have to do my makeup and her makeup. Well, that's okay. I mean, the convention only starts in, uh, you know, see, today's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So you've got tomorrow to do everything. I'm screaming so inside my easy. inside that's, my soul. That's, that's pretty easy i mean it's not like you're working a longer shift tomorrow to get into your 40 hours so i'll be working about a 10 or 11 hour day tomorrow then coming home practicing makeup trying to figure out how to use liquid latex and spirit gum to get fucking elf ears well spirit gum's pretty easy liquid latex isn't that hard either wow i just got the mic i almost swallowed the mic uh (laughs) Uh, spirit comes easy. Uh, liquid latex isn't too bad either. This is, but. I think this is the only time when you will actually have a useful skill. Me? Yeah. Is helping you with spirit gum yes. and liquid latex? I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like I wish I could have helped more with the sewing because I did sew things in college. Yeah, but the sewing machine was possessed by a demon. Yes, that was true. And it's just, it's been so long since I've used any of that knowledge. It's probably been about eight years. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. That's, this is a singing podcast now. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, but it's been so long since I used that knowledge that it's just, it, it just wasn't there. Like, I, I, it was not easy to access from my brain. Right. So even though I haven't used like liquid latex in a while, it's like, but I still use makeup. 
Yeah. Well, and like with, because I used to sew when I was in high school and I, and younger. And so I thought for sure, I'm like, this is going to be easy, especially the one that I'm making for loop because right. it's a pretty basic idea. Right. And cloaks, are, it's not, it's not like a specific, it's not I'm like I'm not a, making a pair of tailored tailor. cigarette right. pants. Right. Like I was like this, it'll be fine. And it's, then I wanted to die. And I didn't, I, I didn't think I got any like super complicated fabrics. I stayed away from anything stretchy because I know that's harder. Yeah. I stayed away from any like chiffon or silky, silky kind of anything, things. no sequence. Although I thought about it. I did think about the sequence, but yeah. I didn't. And here I am. Still struggling. Such struggles. Yeah. Well. So I'll just, I'm just planning on staying up until about three o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Sounds great. Then again on Thursday. Because I'm not wearing the cosplay on Thursday. Thursday, I'm just running our friend Yuki's art booth. I forget which one she's at. Otherwise, I'd send. I could probably find it. Whatever. I'm running that for her until she can get there to take over. And then we'll be in Voltron. So, yeah, that's that's Thursday. Pretty full day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, look in Artist Alley, right? Is that where she is, or where is she? No, I think she's. I'm pretty sure that um, for Comic Con, Artist Alley is like oh right, like actual comic artists. Right. right. Um, she will be at. I'll just find it. This is the interim music. It's great. She will be. And now At we're back. At booth uh, 502, Comic-Con Islanders. That's what it says. Wow. Comic-Con Islanders. Yeah, I don't know what that means. It sounds like a, it sounds like a very specific realm of Jimmy Buffett fans who go you to know, Comic-Con. You know what it probably is? Um, so it is in the ex, uh, the exhibitors hall. It's probably like independent people. Yeah, that's what I would Or like think, they're not associated with any um They're on their own island. Yeah. Yeah. Struggling. <laughs> Cuz yeah. they don't get money from outside sources. Exactly. <laughs> Only exactly. by people who actually buy their things. So there you go. So if you want to meet Meryl and I'm sure I'll right. stop by sometimes legitimately there. if anyone came up to the table and was like hi i listened to your really shitty podcast <laughs> i would be like why I, I i think you would literally fall out of your chair i will hope that i've had at least half of the 32 ounces of mimosa that yeah, I right. in, in order to be a normal person because otherwise i would just be like eh? there's no what? way this is real yeah, yeah i know i know so i would i would be just as shocked <laughs> it would be uncomfortable yeah. i the more likely thing that happened that would happen to me would be, hey, are you the murder mystery guy? Yeah. Do you do murder mysteries? Because that's happened. Before. I did. Um, my dad worked at Macy's for a stint a few years ago, and he had, um, he worked with like a young girl who was really into makeup, and so he like had shown her, like one of my pictures from Comic Con or something, and she was like, oh, I know her. She's like really popular on the internet, which then my dad told me, and I'm like. <laughs> not <laughs> where did she see these pictures of me that so a either someone's catfishing with my pictures which honestly would awesome. it would be awesome <laughs> it would be i that would be great not for the person who's being catfished obviously that would be a bummer for them yeah. but for me it'd be cool um or i don't know 
because I'm really not that popular on the internet. I'm just a weirdo posting pictures of my dogs and shaving my eyebrows. So I've done, uh, I mean, I don't know if I really want to confess this. It's pretty dark and deep, but I've, I've catfished before. I catfished, uh, I dressed as a catfish, went into the water, pretended to be a catfish to freak out other catfish. So I catfished other catfish. It was pretty tough. It was a, it was a rough time for me. When you <laughs> open your mouth to say words, do you take any time to think about it? or It, it just... depends. You know. Okay. Sometimes you just wing it and you just go, who knows? We'll say it and we'll see what happens. And how do you feel now? I feel great. I good. feel pretty good about great. that one. Do you need another beer? I also think my Jimmy Buffett joke was pretty solid. Uh, yeah, I glossed you right went, on you over went right past it. <laughs> I did not. I think it was pretty have. solid. Wait, okay. Let me talk about Jimmy Buffett for a second. Oh, good. So there is this game. I always want to talk about Jimmy and this, Buffett. This would pertain more to like packs, but it's Comic Con, whatever. Um, but there's this game called Dream Daddy oh, that came yeah. out. And it came out while I was unemployed. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to play Dream Daddy. This is going to be great. This is the only thing I have to live for because I am jobless and sad and afraid. <laughs> and I was so disappointed. So disappointed. I, but there's a character in it who is the preacher who create. Wait, is it Jimmy Buffett? No, I don't. Mm, I don't know. Some guy like Jimmy Buffett, probably. But he has this like... Room that he has in the church that's like his island getaway. And so he set up like um like a like a tiki bar and whatever. I thought he said that it was based on a Jimmy Buffett song, but I'm thinking that maybe it was some other white man. Uh, I mean I don't know every Jimmy Buffett song. What? There's Obviously, Margaritaville. Everybody knows yes. that one. Yes. Okay. okay. That's what it was. It was Jimmy okay, Buffett. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Margaritaville. Wasting away again in Margaritaville. Nope. I do not know the song Margaritaville. What? Searching for my lost shaker of salt. Nope. What? It sounds like Some not a song. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know. It's my own damn fault. Nope. Oh. It's actually funny because it's actually supposed to be more of a sad song, but um, like if you hear it live, which. Yeah, I will definitely hear that song Uh, live. I have not seen Jimmy Buffett live. I've heard his live album. My brother, one of my brothers is obsessed with Jimmy Buffett. And also my stepdad. uh, Both both love Jimmy Buffett. The only thing they have in common. (laughs) And. it's like there's all this energy behind it so it sounds like a happy song when it's live but the actual recorded version you can kind of get that uh the the somber feelings there's also cheeseburger in paradise is also another song i know um I've i do not want this to turn left, into the right. nope i don't um, want it to turn into a jimmy buffett why podcast. Not? i'm sad there you know there's a lot of jimmy buffett fans if we catered to that crowd we could really <laughs> get a following going I here i don't think i can cater to that crowd <laughs> i don't think that i have i i mm, <laughs> no that's okay that's fine what yeah. are you most excited for with comic-con Oh, you know, I don't 
know. Um, you know that David Tennant's going to be there. I do. With Billy Piper. I know. They are. That was that was actually funny because that was a sudden that was a more surprise one. Billy Piper was. Yeah, when that got announced and that they were doing a duo thing on Thursday. And I'm like, man, that really sucks for the people who like decided to not buy yeah, Thursday. Right? You know, who are like, oh, it's just Thursday. It's the first day. Like, I'll do the weekend, you know. And then it's like, what? Oh, no. Well, we have a friend who only bought Saturday tickets because it's just she wants to spend time doing other things. And it's it, Comic-Con's a lot. There's just it's a yeah. lot. And so if it's not really your jam, then like that can be really overwhelming. Nothing is happening on Saturday that she cares about. So yeah. like Voltron's happening on Thursday. Uh, Doctor Who's happening on Thursday. You know, and like, then Doctor like, Who's I, also happening on Sunday. Like I, I understand picking Saturday. Yeah. In general, that's going to be like your best bet. But at the same time, it's also going to be the busiest day usually. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like if, if what you care about, this is actually just good advice. If. For people who might be scalping, trying to buy scalping tickets or whatever, and you're trying to go to a day, it's like if you just want to go to a day and you're not necessarily looking for anything specific, if you're like, I want to go and maybe check out a panel or two, and I want to walk through like Artist Alley, buy some merchandise. By Friday. Yeah, don't go. Yeah, don't go. Don't go on Saturday. Saturday's terrible, you know. Um, Yeah, Friday Friday is probably the best because that's when you're. Still going to get a good amount of, like, good stuff's going mm-hmm. on. And still going to be busy. I mean, they're all going to be busy. Yeah. But uh, but you can get there earlier, and there's still going to be people who are working who are going to come to the convention later, so you can go early if you're, if you're not working. And it's easier to move around. It's yeah. just easier to do stuff. I have a hard time doing only one day of conventions because there's it's too much. Yeah. So, like, the way that I like to do conventions is we start early. Especially this year because I'm I'm helping out in um, the exhibitors hall. But start out early, cruise along through, take a break, go sit down, have some food, like right. actually take some food and go see a couple panels that you're kind of interested in. Go yeah. with a group, but then like be willing to split up if you need to. Split up and also just be flexible. Absolutely, I I think that what I when I was younger, um, I. And the first convention that I ever went to was SakuraCon, um, which is a Japanese... Did you say it like that to make fun of how I said it? No, it's <laughs> the way that a lot of people say it around here. Because it's... It, they either say it like that or they say it's SakuraCon. Mm, SakuraCon. Or if you're my friend Catherine, it is SakataCon. Sucked into a con. Or that. I don't know. <laughs> but it's a Japanese cultural convention here in Seattle. It's been going on for a pretty long time. Um, I'm, I think that the age group is a little young right now. So sometimes I go in and I'm like, hello, children. What is new in the yeah. anime? You know, it's like, it's like we went at that panic at the disco concert. God, right. So many <laughs> You're suddenly people, looking like, around. Wait a second. I mean, yeah. like good on panic for like being able Hell to like yeah. keep such a young audience into them. But it's like, but it was very surprising. It was like looking And this through, was like a year ago. It was I like mean, looking through a mirror into like us in high school. Yeah, because I remember hearing um I write since not tragedies. Yep. Like on the radio. 
Yep. And and I, I wasn't a huge listener of Panic when I was in high well, school. Well, I so write Sins like, Not just... Tragedies and uh, Lying is the Most Fun a Girl Can Have Without Taking Her Clothes Off were the big songs. Right. Yeah. And so right, I write Sins Not Tragedies. Like, that's what mm-hmm. I would hear and be like on the bus. I'd be like, oh, this is a pretty interesting song. Like, and yeah. then, like I didn't really know the band or anything. I is... aggressively did not listen to them because I was a goth kid and they were emo. Oh. Uh, so. Well, you know, you know I... Uh, I was wrong. Let's see. When I started in school, I was still... I think I was still staying away from secular music when I started my freshman still weird. year. Yeah. Yeah, my, yeah, I was still I I was still away. I had purged my secular CDs except for uh except for my M&M right. CD. Well, cuz if you're going to keep a hold of one CD. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, if you're going to get rid of all yeah. your bad music, I'll your unholy of, I'll music. I'll get rid of my Everclear, and I'll get rid of my, <laughs> uh, I don't even know, Radiohead, or I'll get rid of, like, whatever else I own. But, but you no, keep that M&M. That's the one yeah. I'm going to keep, you know, because I need to listen to Slim Shady and uh, Stan. Yes, well, Stan is tops right but i just feel like if you take conventions and you just like go in to have a good time and not to have like don't go in thinking i have to have the best time because that's how i used to feel about soccer con Mm. is that i went in thinking like oh man i only have these three days i have to have like the best time because it only comes around once a year i gotta and it just like you get disappointed is what i feel and i found that like the more i was worried about just like taking it in maybe seeing some cool stuff maybe not that's when like i found like with soccer con found some like really good relationships that mean a lot to me and like this year i'm kind of i'm mostly over it but i want to go and see the people who i've now made friends with who i only get to see once a year so now it's not so much about like that as it is about the people who i get to see and it's the same thing with comic con and pax is that you get to be around all these people who like the same stuff that you do that is Still with some people considered weird or fringe culture, even though it's not really. Like, this is all stuff yeah, that's not pretty the comic, pop. Yeah, not the comic book universe anymore, yeah. But it's, it's still but it still is, and that's well, like... Well, the real... Well, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> the, the, the universe itself is mainstream, but the actual comic book section of it is still... Well, and also you, ha- you just thing. have people who are there that... You can have two groups of people that like the same stuff. Marvel, especially, is a super popular franchise right, right now. But there are people who, like, watch... And it's not that someone is a better fan than... It, I'm not getting into that. But, like, you have people who, ha- like, are new to the Marvel universe. And the people... And that's not... What am I trying to say? <laughs> I, I no My brain idea. is so... Okay. It's like, you look at the people who like the same thing. But there are still within that group of people the, like mainstream people who like this thing and the other people and those other people are still weird right even though like you guys are liking the same thing there's like the cool people who Mm -hmm. like it and then the other people yeah but it's nice because a convention like this you get a lot of those other people and with that sometimes comes the nerd bros who like just are the worst i can't i was (laughs) talking today about the conversation that i got into about watchmen a few years ago where some guy wanted to just decided he knew more about Watchmen than I did because he had a penis. Right. Well, it you know, there's actually a lot of knowledge held within the penis. <laughs> right. Yeah, we hold a lot down there. Well, it makes yeah. really bad choices <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, but it's 
But it's so knowledgeable. <laughs> What's it knowledgeable about? Comic books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that's actually that's actually why guys get hard ons when they talk about comic books because it's actually the knowledge <laughs> is coming through and it is making everything larger. That's what that's what, that's it's just science. It's a it's super, science. super uncomfortable scientific theory. <laughs> I do not like it. It's, it's so I don't like it. I can't help it. Okay, nobody, can, no, none of us guys can help. We just can't help that we have an extra body part that contains that holds more a whole knowledge. Brain. Yeah, that you'll just never have. That's true. Why do you think a penis has a head? There's a brain in there. Well, that yeah. is irrefutable. Boom! <laughs> brought that great. back around. I'm so proud of that. Great. <laughs> uh, I'm really proud of you. Oh gosh, I don't. And now I just defended all of those guys, um, or I made fun of them all. They okay. may never realize it. They won't. It's fine. But like, if they're offended, that means that they are that guy. Yeah. That's so right. then, that's yeah, it. actually, so I'm trying to we offend you because yeah, you're terrible. Yeah. That that is the oh god, it's so tough. Like, uh, you know, it's like these. It's like also like women who have to who who feel the need to when they play online games to pretend to be a guy. Yep. Because otherwise, they're just gonna get so much shit. All the time. Well, and like the stuff that's said to them is gross. Yeah. It's it's just it's really God weird, awful. It's and that's the unfortunate side of like nerd culture. But I think a really positive and great side of it is you go to a convention like this. And uh, back in my younger days, when I uh, put more effort into how I looked and wasn't unemployed and mental health and whatever, but um, I it well no, it happened last year too, I guess, but um. I get dressed up to go to a convention in kind of like how I usually look, but times like 10 and I would, people are legitimately interested. Like, Oh, who are you cosplaying? No one. It's just my face. But there's like, there's an interest level there and there's like, it's, it's it's very, it's all these socially awkward people who don't know how to interact with people in normal life suddenly are in an environment where they feel safe. This is interesting because I wonder about this because I saw a thing today that was shared by a friend who goes to a, who I know who goes to a lot of conventions. Who shall remain nameless. And she'll go. She'll. She also sometimes at some like so, I think some of the smaller cons, different cons, not necessarily comic cons. She'll, right. She'll do panels because she's a woman of color, so she'll do like panels on being a woman of color and like um, in this business and stuff. Like she shared a thing uh, just about Emerald City Comic Con. And it was about how it's such a laid-back convention. Yeah. Is what they talk about. So so the thing is, I'm wondering, and I, this is what I don't know, because I haven't... I mean, you went to the Salt Lake one, mm-hmm. but that was still brand pretty... I mean, it was like its second yeah. year. So the, I do wonder, what is it like at other conventions? Does it have that same positive attitude where somebody can see something and go, oh, wow, that's cool. Like, who are you? And then you go, oh, it's just what I decided to do. And they're like, wow, that's great. I can't say for sure, for right. sure, because, again, I don't know. I would guess that... San Diego Comic-Con especially has not that. Yeah. So, I, the, this, yeah. yeah, this is more so for people listening, even if you're not going to Emerald City Comic-Con, maybe it's something you should consider yeah. because it is known, it does have, like, it is a pretty laid-back Comic-Con. I mean, it's still busy, just like any of them yeah. are, but it's, it, you don't have extra stress of feeling like you're going to be judged as much for how you're cosplaying Well, and I something. think, like, so speaking of cosplay. Or if you're not cosplaying and you're just I think you. one of the um, worst things about 
the cosplay community and I'm not really I'm not really a part of any community because I don't want to but um you get into a situation where suddenly people are saying well you don't look enough like that character well you're not yeah. you're you're not thin that character's oh, supposed to be yeah, thin and sexy and you're not like and it's really yeah, that's tough. super toxic because it's not good for the women who and it Let's face it; it's geared mostly towards women because that's just the way these well, things look, go. You guys, know, guys, we're allowed to be <laughs> overweight we're because allowed. of your that's penis head. A, it's a dad bod. That's right. sexy. Yeah, that is sexy. There's no such thing as called a mom bod, which is much more realistic. If you are a woman who has babies, <laughs> you know, it's like that's much more realistic and should be considered. Sexy, much sexier than a guy who has a quote unquote dad bod, which really just means, oh, you just kind of let yourself go a little bit, which is still fine. You, you drink, you drink you a lot of Budweiser. You're allowed you? to do that, but it's like, but you know, if you're somebody who's had multiple children, yeah, you probably have a little extra weight that more than likely is going to be very hard to lose. Well, and there's it's... nothing, and it's like, but that's not, that doesn't get a trend to be. It's sexy. just weird because what it's doing is it's setting an unfair expectation on people who are just trying to enjoy something yeah. in a creative way. But it's also like it makes the women who maybe are thin or who do have really like typically sexy bodies, or maybe that's their intention. They want to be sexy and they want to be like, you know, they want to wear something that's kind of skimpy. They sure. want to look very fit and that's fine. Sure. Like you get comfortable to, with your body. You get to you enjoy your cosplay yeah. the way you want. But what it does is it makes those women not people anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have to have so many things that are like, hey, guess what? Cosplay, not consent. Right. Don't just take pictures of people who you see lounging around. Don't touch people who are in cosplay because that's weird. Yeah, Don't do that. Unfortunately, uh, there can be a decent amount of fat shaming, but that doesn't mean that it's also easy for the skinny. No, not at all. Either, not at all. It, 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 Women pretty much just lose on all fronts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Exactly. There's no winning. <laughs> well, like I even saw, so uh, I don't, for our three listeners, I don't know if anybody is uh, familiar with The Adventure Zone, but it is a and d podcast, Three Brothers and Their Dad. Very funny. It's super funny. But Taco, Taco is his name, Taco Taco. He is an elven wizard who um, is... This is the character, not this, one of the people. Yeah, this is the yeah. character. He is played by Justin McElroy, <laughs> who is the oldest brother. Um, and he is... Just, he's great. Because he doesn't really seem to mind which gender he's flirting with. He wears a skirt for an entire arc because he can. Um, he's constantly talking about how beautiful he is um justin mcelroy said he wanted him to be played by um i forget his last name i can only think of it on the show but the guy who plays titus andromedon from uh the unbreakable kimmy schmidt that's who he oh, wants to right. play taco yes, yes. who is name, but yes. a larger black man mm-hmm. for the record um but and also really funny <laughs> so funny but he has that kind of like over the top oh, dramatic yeah. like, that's taco that's right. just, it's just taco over the top dramatic very it's like uh if he's personally it, offended by everything it, that comes it, near it's him it's like it's almost like think of every pretty much gay musical theater kid that is like but then make them actually funny right well i mean like uh like how they can kind of be represented sometimes 
but again, make right. no. It's not from like Lee. Think though. of like uh, <laughs> think of um, think of like an old wealthy yeah. woman. Okay, this is better. Yeah, who this is better. lives in her mansion and she's like frail but also very powerful. But like tiny inconveniences ruin her whole day. So like she would drop a sugar spoon on the floor and be like, oh, oh. <laughs> I can't go on. I can't go on. I close the doors, cancel my blends. I'm done for the day. That's Titus. It's Taco. Yeah, there you go. So, um, Taco, he's just wonderful. Um, and it's, it's nice because the McElroy brothers are very, um, they're very focused on making sure that their podcasts and whatever they put out into the world is inclusive. And, um, so Loop, who's Taco's sister, is trans. And, uh griffin mcelroy who's the dm is the one who created her and he like took the time to talk to people who he knew who were trans to like get an understanding of their experience so that he could portray loop properly because he is a white cisgendered straight man yeah they don't have any of the experiences of the characters that they're creating but they want to create characters that are diverse because in griffin mcelroy's words nobody cares about (laughs) like it's just not interesting anymore to listen to the story of a straight cis white man it's been done yeah it's been told a thousand times it's done so but in order to best represent characters you want to talk about it and you want to talk to people who actually have experienced that but as i was kind of trying to get inspiration for taco because i love someone who's comfortable with themselves and over the top and dramatic and needy because that's me um i kept seeing these posts of and, like, the Adventure Zone Reach is kind of a younger crowd, I've found, because a lot of the people who are oh. cosplaying seem to be, and it's not just the younger crowd, it's just the people uh-huh. who I see cosplaying. They look to be about, I would say, like, 17 to sure. 21, maybe. Yeah. Um, that's good, though. I can't believe that's young. Oh, I'm so old. <laughs> so old. <laughs> Cancel all my appointments. I'm done. That's it. I dropped my sugar spoon. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Um, but I saw this post that was saying, um, like, oh, here are these, um, like any straight girl thinks that she can just put on something from her closet and cosplay taco. Whereas I, an actual gender queer person, um, who likes makeup is actually putting an effort and this is just ridiculous. And that kind of bugged me yeah. because as someone who identifies as nothing, cause <laughs> I just can't, <laughs> labels are too... Ugh, it's too much work um but why can't a straight girl find comfort in being able to cosplay a character who kind of has no limits right you know like we know taco's a boy but sure he seems pretty comfortable in not like having to fall into a typical gender yeah. like norm and it's a podcast so we don't know what he looks like right so you should you don't have to be like because the way that he's usually drawn is like very waifish yeah because elves and with like long blonde hair very pretty because he says that he's pretty but um he (laughs) says he is pretty yeah but that doesn't mean that's how you have to be you identify with something in this character show that character and that does not mean that now that Black Panther is out, a bunch of white people can cosplay right. people. That is yeah. a different issue. Yes, there, there, there are some differences. But in general, with cosplaying, it's, it's about having fun. So it's about... Exactly. What you want to take out of it. This is, a, I think, a, a related thing. Because in some ways, you are talking about 
and it you yourself are interpreting a piece of art that's what's kind right of, that's what's happening right. here. and how you interpret it is fine usually it's like as long it's like you can't I, I don't know i mean it's like you you can't just take a piece of art and then just decide it's something that is very clearly not it i mean you can't you can't go you can't take the black panther and go well this is about how the kkk is great because there's absolutely zero context right in the art that will right. tell you that so it's like that's that would be ridiculous uh but I always think of whenever I think of this kind of stuff, I always think about um, Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins mm-hmm. would talk about fans coming up to him. And for a while, oh. for a really long time, he wouldn't talk about like what his songs were about. He just wouldn't really tell people what his songs were about. He's a little more lax about it now uh, as he's gotten older. And I think he's become more nostalgic for the, for the Smashing Pumpkins kind of glory days. But for a while, he just wouldn't say anything about what the songs are about. And the reason why what he would say is that you know, he would he would have somebody come up to him and be like, "Oh, this such and such song meant so much to me uh, because it helped me get through like my father's death." There were like something like that, mm-hmm. in it, and I feel like that's what this song's about. So he didn't me. want to take that away from right. Them. And he was like, he's like, "I'm not going to tell them what what the song is about to me because yeah. like because what they felt is completely legitimate. What the song is about to them was so legitimate and still right." Even though that's not how I intended the song originally, yeah, and and I also think that's just important as a creator too, is that you need you need to realize that your piece of art can take on a life of its own, and as long as people aren't completely distorting it based, aren't using any of the context or stuff into it, aren't taking any of the context of the song or drawing or writing or whatever it is right. into account then their interpretation has validity. I mean, that's something I've always learned from classes and from good teachers is that you can make a statement about, obviously for me it would be plays because since I went to school for theater. So we could make a statement about a play, whatever statement we wanted, as long as I could go into the text of the play and go, here's why I think that. You know, you have to be able to go back and like pull something out of it, but... It's amazing how much a different, how many different interpretations you can get, even within that kind of a structure. I just think that the greatest thing with fandom is that, and I think something that's kind of gotten away a little bit as Tumblr has devolved into whatever it is now. Um, but it's it's an opportunity to get with people who love the same thing that you do, but maybe have gotten something yeah. different out well, of it. And, and, cos- and cosplaying to me doesn't even even to me doesn't even have to really take into the, the text of whatever no, the it is thing that with, you're cosplaying. Well, that's like what I'm saying is that you cosplaying have... Cosplaying is even way you more have freedom fandom it. And you, what it is is you see something and you identify with something in a character. Yeah. And that something sparks creativity in you. Run with it however you yeah. want. You know, right. so just... I'm going to get real, real, real. It's fine. Um, I had a really bad year last year and it... I gained a lot of weight and I lost a lot of my creativity and it was rough because that's what depression does to you. And so doing this cosplay of a character who like I see in my mind as one way, but I can't necessarily represent right now is hard, but I really like taco and I wanted to do something and I wanted to try to enjoy the fandom the way that I wanted to. And I was seeing these other cosplayers and I was so inspired by the work that they did. So I'm just going to do it. 
and it's not the way I want it to look necessarily. And it's I know it's not the way that other people are going to envision it. But you have to get to a place where you recognize what the creators want it to be. And what they want it to be is something that inspires you and something that, like, you take joy in. So, like, you got to get to a place, and I, I think it also has to apply to any young woman who is trying to make it in a men-filled industry like comics and that kind of stuff is you have to get to a place where you're comfortable and it's going to suck. Surround yourself with good people. Bring good people with you to Comic-Con. Like, bring your hype man. Everybody has to have at least one Flava Flav in their life. (laughs) You know? You just have to. And I think that, like, if you have that, and whether it's someone who you can physically bring with you, or if you have friends who are on the internet, and so that's who you have with you, surround yourself with those people. Get out there. Do your cosplay. Make it to Emerald City Comic Con. And even if that cosplay is just, like, you know... uh, fantasy costco shirt and a wizard hat and that's all you have you're fucking taco you right. are taco from right. tv done yeah. and, and that, done. yeah yeah and that it, it's like that's the whole that that is the whole point with just cosplay in general not just taco it's just it's nope just taco you dressing up in a way that makes you feel good makes you feel i don't know something something fun for you to have fun that's, exactly. That's, that's what it's about. It's and the then, point of all of it. And is then you to go have to Comic Con and you go, "Oh, you're Iron Man and you're Iron Man. That's awesome." Exactly. Like, you know, it's like it doesn't. It doesn't matter if one person has like the replica Iron Man suit and somebody is wearing pajama Iron Man. Well, because you and, also have to look at money, right? So, like, we don't get. We cannot make. There is so much that works against like. Uh, people who are like on the outskirts, like these kind of outcasts of uh, normal social groups. Like you say to someone like, oh, what did you do this weekend? And you're like, I stayed inside and I played Dragon Age all weekend. And they're like, oh, really? Like, yeah, because that's what I want to do for fun. Leave me alone. Like, (laughs) But we, we should not be wasting our energy judging each other on how much money we could spend on cosplay or how much work we could dedicate to cosplay some people can't right and 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 it's also not bad that you can exactly it's like that they're all ends of the spectrum are are wonderful because enjoy exactly that's the whole point of something like a comic con is that you can all come together and just all go you enjoy iron man too so do i exactly we both love this character enough to represent that character here in this place well and that's what's like kind of intense and uh really puts me out with fandoms now is that it's very combative and it's very like call out culture but not in a good way like you're not calling out people for real things right you're calling out people for make-believe things right it's right. very weird. like okay let's Let's go back to Voltron. Let's talk about a depth of the internet that Jordan <laughs> might not be super familiar with, but I'm a little too familiar with. Um, so you have the the paladins of Voltron. So you have sure. Pidge or Katie Holt. I don't know how old she is. I forget. It's in a book. You have <laughs> Hunk, who's around that age. You have Lance, who's also around that age. Keith. And then Shiro. Shiro's obviously older. Like, you very obvious he's very bulky he's the leader he's the head um and 
you have these two specific sections in Voltron fandom where you have people who have decided that Lance and Keith should be in a relationship because of all the subtext that they've seen in the show. And you have people who believe that Shiro and Keith should be in a relationship because of all the subtext they've seen in the show. It doesn't really matter. None of it matters <laughs> because at the end of the day, it's a show about space robots, right? which is great. That's what I like right. about it. Um, but you had people on this uh, Lance and Keith side saying to the, and the, the understanding was that like Lance and Keith were probably about 17, maybe sure around that age. Sure. So you had people who would that go into sense. the, hey, yeah, yeah right. Accurate. So you would have people who would go into the, what it's called sheath. Cause they like to squish the names together. Like Brangelina. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. So Man, go that, into the, that, 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 that will never end will it no combining names of people forever when they're couples sansan man just saying you know what what if like shoot what if people who are uh who are are you are you searching for a joke no i was like well what would happen if, if like say there's more people who are into doing like um triples or quadruples and instead of couples like polyamory yeah kind of yeah you know but still like it's gonna uh, get crazy i bet i mean but there there are like also people who like because polyamory i well i could be a little wrong but in general you're not you don't necessarily put a limitation on the amount of partners um you might have your own like personal level but there's not like oh polyamory means that you're only going to have four No, partners. I don't think there's necessarily... But, like, when you find your people, you're like, this is my... Sure, I've got... Yeah. I'm with but my two I, boyfriends. I think in some sense, you, you might, in general, still kind of be... I don't, I don't know. I guess it, I guess it would also... It depends on the relationship. Yeah. So it's all mind. polyamory. But anyway, but it's like... But, you know, it's like, <laughs> dude, what if we have to start putting, like, three or four or five It's going to get crazy. <laughs> but the people who uh, shipped... Uh, well, shit, I don't even... Keith and Lance, Keith and Clance, that's what they call Lance. it. There we go. That makes sense. So yeah. they would go into the sheath tag and then they would find these people who shipped uh, Shiro and Keith and send them actual death threats. Uh, they would find all of their social media accounts and just flood them and they would call them pedophiles because Shiro was probably like between 24 and 26, right. maybe. Um, and Keith was maybe 17. We had no proof of any of this. Now, first of all, that's not pedophilia. Let's just let's nope, just stop there. Say, yeah. Even okay, even if the argument was well he's underage. No, but but it's still not pedophilia because pedophilia, that's prepubescent. Yeah, I was going to say that's right, that's the before right. puberty. Very different. Yeah. So it's then, a very specific wor- words matter. <laughs> exactly. So, and also don't send death threats to people who just like a ship on the internet. Yeah. Like it's not a big Amongst- deal made up characters make believe rob um but then the other thing that and i don't know who in the fandom did it or if it was everyone but flooded dreamworks which is the production company that does voltron with threats that they had leaked footage and if dreamworks did not agree to have a canon gay couple on the show they would release this footage which is crazy so annoying then the Voltron people who make stuff released a book with like information on the paladins. And Keith is 18. Yeah. So nice. 
which I don't know if it was like someone was just like I I feel like they had 18, to eighteen right? because I'm tired of it yeah. or like I what I feel like they had to right yeah even though and the other thing is like there are plenty well the state we live in Washington itself. 17 mm-hmm. is an age of consent. Actually, in Washington, the age of consent is 16. Right, yeah. So, well, yeah. So, anyway, it's like, so even still, it's not like that crazy right. of a thing. Well, and I don't want to, like, it's a very, very slippery slope. Um, and it can go bad very quickly. But it's a relatively arbitrary number, 18 is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I mean, I guess you, you decide on a line somewhere. I mean, but it's like... We basically decided like, when what, can you go to war, but it's that's like, when you're an adult. But it's like, as far as like an age of development, like a, 18 doesn't really make any sense for anything. It doesn't. Like there's no specific things. It's not puberty. And it's like, in general, if you go with like the development of like the brain... Isn't it like 22? Well, so most men's frontal lobes are not, which if you don't know, is the part not that the helps penis. you with decision making. It's not the penis? No, not the penis. Oh, I feel uh, so confused. Oh, no, knowledge uh, is held in the yeah, penis. Yeah. Uh, That's right. Yeah, just extra knowledge. Definitely. That's right. We have, extra, we have extra comic book knowledge, movie knowledge. Uh, women's body knowledge, women's which body is all fake. Yeah. Um, but anyway... So the frontal lobe helps you make decisions like that. It helps you process Mm. and make decisions. Okay. And men on average, their frontal lobe does not fully develop until about 30 years old. And women, (laughs) not surprisingly, it's earlier. It's, I mean, I don't, I don't remember. It's like 25, 26, maybe somewhere That's because we've had to make the decisions for men. But this is, well, this is why, so women tend to also mature faster than men. (laughs) Not surprising at all. But it, it, you know, so it's just like that you know, it's like I you can understand you know, in older older times puberty puberty was pretty much the line. Right yeah. There. Yeah, yeah. I can understand moving a little bit beyond Absolutely. puberty. Like, well, let's get you at least having a, a few years of experience with the puberty. Well, and think of before like before we ask you to make decisions. I think of where I was oh God, I don't like to, but I think of where I was at the age of fourteen versus even eighteen. Um very different. So very different. At the age of 14, especially being raised as a girl in the Midwest, being as just weird as I was, um, I could, if, if, if the age of everything was 14, that could have been very bad for me. Sure. But I wasn't necessarily, like, between 17 and 18, though? Not really that different. Yeah, it's not. It's not that crazy. It's this has I gotten mean, into I, I a guess, very I weird guess, conversation. I guess the only argument would be is like I guess it's somewhere in the middle because fourteen, right? You're like, ooh, you know, that's a little rough. You can't quite ask that. Think about like insurance and stuff. You can start renting cars much easier and stuff around twenty five because there's a lot of statistics that show that you're a lot safer of a driver yeah. around twenty five. So I guess really like. 18 is like a good middle That makes ground. sense. That makes sense. But, it, it, but, but it's like, but you shouldn't treat it as this hard But line. better question, more important question, is it something that you should be sending death threats to random strangers on the internet definitely for? Definitely not. No. Because it's definitely not this hard line. Also. People are going to call us, that's it, we're, we're going to be called pedophiles. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> this is the end of our podcast career. It's, You're right. It's 
We listen to that nonsense. No. Uh, so yeah, it's like you. I, so I guess it, I guess it makes some sense if you're going. Well, th- we need to ask them to make decisions before 25 because that would be too much. 14 is too early. So at least I guess it has like a nice middle ground. But you shouldn't treat it as like a hard line of just you know like what? 18. It's like it's not like on the day that you're 18. Well, now you're ready to have sex with somebody who's 18 or over. Like you know, it's like that's not. This is the crazy. Doesn't always thing. make sense. We're not even talking about Comic Con. No, well, we have been. This is related. This is because of Voltron. I do like Voltron. This is the point of our podcast: is we don't know how to make a podcast. We start talking no. about one thing, and now we talk about another thing, and we then we'll get back to the other thing eventually. Once we realize we were talking about the first, the second this thing is, for too long. This is why our podcasts are like two hours long. They are. I know. It's, I I know. And it's like it's actually getting harder to cut them. Because I feel like each section has its like own little point, and I don't want to cut out any of the points. Or maybe some of these points need to be. I cut could out. cut out specific points, I guess. Yeah, but that would require more work, and you don't have a job. I do sometimes. Kind of. I kind of have a job. This is your job. Well, I'm not making any money on it. In fact, I'm spending money on it. Oh, how much money are you spending? I have spent at least. Thirty dollars. <laughs> that is more than I have spent. <laughs> At least on Facebook ads. But I, I bought that dog from a shelter. Well, I helped buy the other dog. He was a gift. Yeah, for your for your as a Christmas present. You don't even look at him. <laughs> are you saying I don't ever look at him, or are you tell me to not look at him right now? Don't look at him right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying it in the way of like, Jordan, you can't even mention this dog. You never even look at the dog. <laughs> Ever. You've never looked at it. You have never looked at smelly Wolfgang Amadeus, Tricky Bean Sansan. <laughs> so, so, back to Comic-Con. Yes. After that commercial break of sexuality. <laughs> not sexuality. Age of consent. Age of consent. Those are two very different things. Sorry. Not sexual. Age of consent and sex. Yeah. Is, was the not sexuality. Yeah. yeah. Sex. Um. So other Comic Con things. So I, 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 maybe we should talk about other advice. I, I like that we were doing like advice okay. for Comic Cons. That was nice. We were trying to boost people who feel like they yeah. might not have the right hell yeah kind of cosplay. So we've talked about that a little bit. We've talked about let's if you're going to go for like a day. Let's talk about food. Maybe what you would do. Okay. So I think one of the things that gets lost the most at Comic Con is not enough hydration and not enough food. Yeah. Okay. I think that so pack snacks. Yeah, but also like be smart about what you're eating. Like it's yeah. really easy to just go to wherever it is that you get like coffee or like a soda in the morning or whatever it is that you do tea and get just something quick. Tea. <laughs> My advice is eat protein in the morning. Um if you go to Starbucks because star- the Starbucks especially downtown gets super crazy busy. If you go to Starbucks and you're getting like your whatever the drink is, buy the sous vide egg bites because they're not super expensive and they're just eggs. And then one of them is like eggs and bacon. Um, but it's nice because it's protein. It's not super heavy. So you can eat them without feeling right. like bogged down right. versus like the sandwiches that they have are kind of in that yeah, you don't wanna, realm. Yeah, you want to you eat stuff that's too greasy or too yeah. sugary. Yeah. Can be um, a problem. Or if you're just like making snacks at home, make some hard boiled eggs. 
Yeah, Harpo throw legs that shit in a bag and because pop it's it like in your backpack. It, even if they even if they get damaged, you won't get damaged. Exactly, you just, they just pre-crack the eggs yep. for you now. Yep. <laughs> like yep. while you're walking around, it's great. Um, Bring I, snacks. Trail mix is a great thing to have. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it, it travels well, and also avoid, again, you've got nuts, which are good for protein. Avoid and bringing like too like it's not you can have like some sugary stuff Ooh, uh nature valley has these uh like little uh like granola bars but sure. they're not really granola bars they have like a, a cashew butter on the bottom almost like a yogurt but not but those are full of protein they're still sugary but not like overly sugary so again you're not like really weighed down because what i have found like when i first started doing conventions it was always like you know, just random snacks. It was like, yeah. you know, and you get to a point where you're like, I you're just want like candy bars. Yeah. And, and it's like, you get to a point where you're like, I just want actual food. I want something that feels mm-hmm. substantial or like I'd get like, well, I like cliff bars. Cliff bars, cliff bars like are, are good. Are, are yeah. Good. Like they, they feel like you're eating something and they have things in there to give you some real energy. Yeah. You know, what would be really cool is if any of these things that we were talking about would sponsor us. Yeah. yeah. That'd be neat. Yeah. They're not gonna, but I like, Bring good snacks. Eat breakfast. Like, please, please, please make sure you eat breakfast and bring mm. water. Yes. It is packed in there. It is hot. And what you could do is you could download the app Plant Nanny and you can f- water your plant while you're at Comic-Con. It's really fun. <laughs> it's the only reason I drink water. Uh, and now this isn't something that's easy to carry around, but as monks. As, like as far as like fruits and stuff goes, bananas mm-hmm. are a great energy. Oh yeah, booster. Unless you're uh, allergic, like I am. Right, unless you're allergic. But they're. I mean, it, it's literally stuff that like athletes and stuff will eat in be- Like if they get like during like a halftime or stuff. Like bananas are just like they're a yeah. nice energy booster that have something substantial. But again, they're not weight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, for you. I mean, like there's a good amount of fruits in general, but bananas are like the definitely like a good energy fruit. Sandwiches are a good thing if you like, if you're kind of on a budget and you don't want to have to eat out a lot in the city because especially in the city, food gets expensive. Yeah. And it's hard to find stuff around the convention center that's not either expensive or awful. Pack a sandwich. Pop that in your... Yeah. Yeah, make yeah. even like There's a no reason to go to the subway that's mm-hmm. right outside the building. No, don't go to you subway. Can just it's make gross. Your own exactly. It's just, if you just are if you are going to eat out in the city, my best advice is actually walk your little butt down to Westlake, hop on the um, link, the light rail. Yeah. yeah, go to the ID, the international district. Yeah. Go to yep. Wajimaya, pick up some snacks, pick up some food, yep. get if some you takoyaki. Eat cheaper, go down to the yeah. ID. Yeah, or go to Capitol Hill and go to like one of the smaller places around there. Plus, plus, so oh gosh, I don't remember the name of the place. This is great advice for. Yep. This is a very specific market we're talking about right now, but great pho. If you oh, want yeah. great pho, you have to bring cash because it's a cash only place. I do not remember the exact name of the place, but if you look up Theater Off Jackson, mm-hmm. it is directly, if you're facing Theater Off Jackson, it's directly to the left of Theater Off yeah. Jackson. Right next to it, there is a great pho place, just like a locally owned, that's why it's cash only, yeah. uh, place, and it's super affordable and very good. It's like six bucks for a bowl. I know. It's just... it's That's crazy. And it's amazing. So... 
there we go. This is yep. great advice for people who are going to be at Comic-Con. Yeah. Also, if you want stuff. something that's more like sit down, walk up the hill, like up Pike Street. Pike? Is that what it's on? Yeah, Pike. It's yep. not Pine. Pike. Walk up Pike and go to uh, Six Arms um, Pub or it's also called McMinimins. Eat there and eat them Cajun tots. But that's yeah, like an so end of the night there. thing. Yeah, that's like do good, that at the end of the yeah. night when you need like you're exhausted and you're going to go to sleep in like a few hours, but you need to like settle in. McMinimins is the way to go. Yeah. For sure. For sure. All right. That's good. All yeah. Right. Um, I think I think it's pretty good on the advice. I think we trying felt to like I was going to get something else. Oh, I do have one other thing. Oh, okay. So as far as like merch that you can buy at Comic-Con. My advice, and you don't have to follow it, but my advice is focus on the indie stuff. There are going to be some exclusive things that are going to be at Comic-Con for, like, your major fandoms, but a lot of it is the same stuff that's at every convention. Or online. Or online. Senshi, you can get that stuff online. Any of those big booths, you can get it online. But, like, go look at the artists who are trying to get their comics out there because... A, support artists who are trying to make a living. And B, their shit is really good. Um, A really good one, and I don't know if she's going to be at Comic-Con this year, and I actually forget her name, but she writes a comic called Oh Joy Sex Toy. Yeah. And it is all about sex education. It is all about, like, sexual empowerment, which I think is something that we don't talk about very often as a culture. Um, And it is so informative and so good and she is awesome her name is erica i do not know her last name i don't remember either but we went to a panel yeah yeah uh, and it was great and awesome and then yeah we met her afterwards at her booth mm-hmm. yeah there's just yeah it's, it's a lot of that's that's the thing is with comic-con remember that they're beyond the mainstream stuff that you right. already know there's a lot of really good stuff for you to find. And it definitely is worth to check out. Oh, sorry. It's definitely worth to check out some panels. Absolutely. Check out. I mean, look at some stuff. I mean, obviously find some specific things that might interest you. But you can even expand beyond that. Like, um, I mean, the the where we found Ojoy sex toy, mm-hmm. I, I, obviously Amanda was, like, very interested. Yeah. And that, I mean, I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, it sounds like interesting enough, but I probably wouldn't have, if it was just me, right. I, I wouldn't have gone. Well, because Amanda, Amanda was, wants to be able was, to. I don't remember what that panel name was. Um, it one. was uh, female porn writers. That's actually, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. there was, I think one. there were four of them. One of them, uh, her artist tag is Butt Oven. Yeah. <laughs> um. One of them, her name is Spike, but I can't remember what her handle is or what her last name is. And then there was one other person there whose name I also can't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's but it's, it's, the nice thing is, is we kind of have this new wave of artists that are coming up and that are kind of gaining popularity who have a really good perspective. And a lot of them are strong female artists who are really able to bring a voice to something that hasn't had a voice in comics in a long time, if ever. And so, like, if you have an opportunity and if you have any kind of interest in it, get out of, like, the main 
stage area. No. Not that like you should feel bad for wanting to do those no, things. No, 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 no. But go see some of these artists. Talk to them about well, and, their and stuff. If you're, if you're going to be there, especially again, if you're going to be there for multiple days. Yeah, hell like, yeah. That's the whole point of being there for multiple days is that you get to experience more of the yeah. stuff. So check out. Ooh, another check piece out of advice is also, if yeah. you see someone cosplaying something that you like, tell them. Yeah. Ask for a picture. Yeah. Like, I promise you, these people are dressing up because they want people to notice them. Right. 100%. If you see someone even wearing something about you, like, talk to them about it. Just, like, when people put in that much work, they want to be told they look good. So just do it. Yeah. Do it. Please do it. Yeah, because this is the the time of year when they're doing And if you see me, tell me I look beautiful. Don't tell me anything else. I only want to know how great I look. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's good. Yeah, if you don't think somebody looks very good, please do not go up to them and go, I think you look kind of shitty. Do not tell them that they look shitty. That's that's a terrible thing. Yeah, that's rude. That's That's our number one advice. Yeah, that is number one advice. Not not just for Comic Con, just in general. In general, in general. unless general you advice. see Jordan, in which you can tell him that he looks willowy. Ugh. One review. Um, all right, so there's advice. Uh, there's that. I don't know. We've talked a lot. Wow. We. I feel like we shouldn't talk. I was going to talk about like the panels and. Well, okay. So, I think one thing that we're going to try and do, we're going to be trying to post a good amount oh yes Comic-Con. please so if again for the th- four people who listen to our podcast if you are not already follow miles and merrill on twitter twitter uh and miles and merrill on instagram and facebook and facebook but specifically twitter and instagram are yes. the two because those are more like the live ones well but i might do some facebook live videos okay never mind also on facebook also you can follow me on my personal Instagram account, which is Maneki Necro. M A. Oh no! Oh no! Now you have to spell it. M A N E K I N E C R O. There we go. Got it. Um, I'll be posting some stuff about my cosplay, also the work that I've been doing on cosplay, and I'll be doing my videos. Um, our Instagram will be like our joint one will be run by our producer yes. she will She's be involved in it do yep. something for all so you'll get some you'll get some cool behind the scenes mile and mayor my what is mile. your name i'm i'm dying i'm dying i'm actually dying inside of this flesh suit cool i had the stress of everything uh yeah and good so, stuff so like you know i'm gonna try and do some posts about like panels so when we mm-hmm. go to specific panels I, I the idea I have in my head is to maybe do like a pre Facebook video, Facebook live video before I go in, and maybe do one afterwards. Mm-hmm. And you know, just like quick, just like short stuff mm-hmm. about it, just how I had fun at it, yada yada yada. Maybe what I learned, like who knows? So, but it's like we're gonna have stuff throughout throughout the convention right. uh, for Comic Con. So if you're interested in that, plus if you're somebody who's going to maybe other comic cons some of these panels might also exist at your comic con yeah it might be interesting for you in that sense it will be like a really cool artist that you can follow on instagram who's going to be posting some neat stuff and um or we'll go to a panel or something and we hate it and we're like this is terrible these don't go don't go here don't don't follow these people. yeah and if you're at comic con if by chance you're just in the area and you you pop on into comic con um 
like let us know uh tweet at us um share like if you're dressed up or even if you're not and you just have like a rocking outfit like shout it out to us we would love to i again don't think that anyone actually listens to it Mm -hmm. but if you do like that's jamming also if you work for marvel and you want to sponsor our podcast we will let you do that yeah we finally opened it up to corporate for sure stuff and we've been a little we've debated about it a while but We've decided to let in some select corporate big time players in and Marvel is one of the people, one of the uh, companies that we've decided we would be willing to do uh, Lao sponsors for. So just throwing that out there. Also Nature Valley, if you'd like to sponsor us. Yes. Because I gave a pretty good review for that cereal bar. And bananas. And I'm allergic to bananas. They make my mouth and throat itch. See, that could be the commercial, though. I'm allergic to bananas, but I can't stop eating them. And then, like, you're dead. I don't think think they'll kill me, but they make it very uncomfortable to exist. (laughs) Kind of like living with you. Aw. Aw. That's nice. All right. All right. Well, (laughs) so, yeah. So, well, we did. I think we we plugged sufficiently there. Also, again, if... You're listening to us for the first time. Check out our other episodes. We review the Stargate movie. We talk about the Oscars mm-hmm. coming up during Comic-Con weekend. March Jordan 4th. gets really personally offended by in anything Stargate. that goes against. My, my penis head yeah. got in the way. If you want to hear the, the most epic mansplaining <laughs> for something that is extraordinarily it's the extra unimportant. that I have. I can't help it. I can't help it. Uh, yeah. So listen to you can also listen episode. to those on our uh, our Peepa, Peepa. Um, also on iTunes. Check it out on there. Mm-hmm. So anywhere, but, uh, well, not anywhere, but there's quite a few places that if you listen to podcasts there, we may or may not be there. Yeah, well, look at us. Look yeah. us up. But look Peepa, up. you can access via anywhere and also iTunes. A lot of people have. Yep. So and if you're listening to this right now, areas. chances are. You can listen to us other places. Sure. And so there we go. So thank you for listening to our special Comic-Con, uh, Emerald yes. City Comic-Con episode. And yes. keep track of us throughout the convention itself. So you Could, know what's going on. So even if you can't well, come, wait, you can be wait, part of the experience. Wait, wait. Can we can we have a Comic-Con hashtag? <sighs> What would our Comic-Con hashtag be? Eminem do E-C-C-C. Sure. I guess that works. Done. M-N-M. M-N? The letter N? Because we don't want to be confused with the candy. Well, and also, we don't want there to be too many words. Well, I thought you were going to do like the and symbol. Oh, no, no, no. M and. Nope. M-N-M do E-C-C-C. Which, if you don't know... Meaning that you probably don't care about the hashtag anyway. It's Emerald City Comic Con. That's why it's ECC. If you use that hashtag and you tweet at us, maybe we'll uh, we'll talk about you in a live, uh, uh, like Facebook Live or an Instagram Live, or we'll tweet back at you. I mean, if we have the time, we get a lot of tweets. You might get a picture of one of the dogs, (gasps) and they're pretty fucking cute. Oh man! So tweet at us using M N M. Do E C C C. Perfect. Boom. That's it. 
See you later. Bye. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Check it. Hated that. <laughs>